Hello and welcome to In at Break, a discussion on all things education. You can call me Mr B. I teach sport and business in a further education college. And I'm Mr T and I'm a primary school teacher. Each week one of us is going to ask the other a question about education. It might be serious, it might be silly, but we'll give you our take on it. We're going to decide who asks the question with a good old-fashioned coin toss. I'll flip it and you call it. Here we go. All right, my friend, you take your chances. You already know what time it is. It's heads. Oh, fuck you, man. It's heads again. Every heads time it's again. heads. This is ridiculous. When was the last time I asked a question? I know. Is it 87? You just don't have any questions at this point. I have loads. It's killing you me. You haven't got a single one. <laughs> okay. See, I feel like the thing is, we've had so many fucking serious topics in a row, and my ones are always so, like, serious and theory-based, and your ones are always so fun and, like, get the best conversation, and I feel like I've had so much fucking serious conversation about this are stuff. You, are, you, are you conceding your I choice? I feel like I might genuinely concede. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yours. You take it. You're conceding Go. your choice. I always win. <laughs> <laughs> You're a loser! Even when I don't win, I win. Um... <laughs> Okay, so we did this. Um, we did this in season one, and yeah. I really loved it, and I really enjoyed it. However, it didn't record well. The sound quality was uh, the sound quality was quite bad. I would like to know. You've obviously changed schools now, so this might be a little bit different as well. Yeah. What are some of the words that your students use and what are some of the different kind of quirks of language that you hear from your students because i hear loads of weird shit <laughs> uh, so i'd be really keen to to hear from you what you hear in the classroom and what it all means because i have to be taught what certain words and phrases mean by my students and we'll go over that later but I'm, i'd love to know if there's any from your students so uh <clears throat> I would definitely say that, you know, like the, the, I would imagine that more of the problem that you have is with new slang as opposed to vocabulary, right? Like they're not, they're not busting out Shakespeare on you and you're thinking, oh my word, these children are so thought out and well-educated and so uh, well-spoken. It's they're busting out new slang that you don't know what it is. Is that yeah, right? And, and when I ask them what it means, half the time they don't know. <laughs> I actually had this with my brother before. My brother is currently <coughs> eight. And he came and he said, oh, yeah, over there, that's bear good. And I said, okay, bear good. I know what bear means. What, what do you think bear means? He says, oh, bear means good. So, that's, so I was like, so you just told me something is good, good. Is that what you just told me? And he was just yes, like, yes, oh. that's he, he was right, like, right. That's what it means. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that's what it means. Like, no, it doesn't. Bear does not mean that. So, um, as far as bear, means, school, bear means very, doesn't it? Yeah, like lots yeah. of or very. Like, you know, I've got yeah. bear food in my house or no, I've seen I, you bear times or whatever. I need to check though, right? Is it B-A-R-E as in bear naked or is it bear as in rar growling <laughs> brown bear? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I really don't know. I've never seen it written down. I've never seen it written down. I would assume it's B-A-R-E, but I don't know. Yeah. That's what I would think, in which case I've got bare food. To me, if I thought of bear and food, I'd be thinking of bare cupboards with nothing in them. Right. Like that's food. What I thought the first time I heard it, I thought bare cupboards. Makes thought, no sense. I was like, wait, wait, see, ah. when I was at university, I heard it for the first time. Someone said, I've got bare something. And I was like, bare? Like, you've got nothing in the house. Go, no, I've got loads in the house. I was like, 
What are you talking about? You've just you've just said the exact opposite to what you're saying. I think I think as well, it's worth pointing out. So we're in the UK. Yeah. We've noticed a lot of listeners recently from the US and Canada. What up, Canada? Yeah, we're talking to you, Ontario. If you're one of our listeners for Ontario, please actually get in touch. Email us in at break at gmail.com because we'd really love to know why you keep listening to us because really we're full of a lot of crap um, and we'd love to know why, uh, especially maybe if you're a teacher in Ontario and you listen to us, maybe like chat to us and get on the podcast. But it's likely that in the US and in Canada, you're not going to know half the words we say anyway let alone the words that we talk about our students saying so yeah uh, right this might all be very different for you but yeah bear is the first one uh that has come up today we should list these down yeah we should write so, these in the uh, description for the, yeah, for yeah, the episode yeah. <laughs> so bear is the first one that obviously and i feel like bear is about as basic as it gets the thing is what i would say is this we're at opposite ends of the spectrum now in terms of i am now surrounded by teachers who are far i mean i was i was surrounded by people who were more clever than me before in the state school but it was it was more of an even playing field whereas now in the private school i feel a lot more like the teachers that i am around one are all like late 40s early 50s very well educated they speak in a particular way i've never heard them swear once and you know it's it's, it's, yeah and i walk in and it's and it's very um you know, the way that they'll, they'll say stuff. This is just an example. This is such a bizarre one, but this is one that I really pick up. If I say something to them, <laughs> if I say something to them, I get quite, I get that a lot. So if I say, oh yeah, you know, um, weather's a bit, you know, weather's a bit bad today. They go, oh yeah, quite. That will be their reply. Nothing else, just quite. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I guess. Does that mean you like? I, I, I've kind of come to realise that what that means is just it's just them agreeing with me. But it's like the first time I thought it's quite nice. Is that what you're telling me? Or no? But no. So that's happened, which you know I feel like isn't even slang. It's just me being dumb and not knowing <coughs> certain things mean. But as far as the girls, I'm I'm mostly around year one, and I mean I'm with year one girls this year. They're not throwing out any vocabulary. I don't know occasionally they do bust out random things like for example this week i've got a cupboard in my room that keeps opening with the wind and for some reason the girls are obsessed with this <laughs> with this thing called the number taker now the f- yeah right sounds, the first, sounds creepy and weird but yeah go so, on so the first so obviously <coughs> the number taker doesn't exist it's not a real thing they've just made it up so at first i thought okay they're trying to come up with this like kind of creepy spooky thing they're trying to say Undertaker. Surely, that's, that must be what they're trying to say. <laughs> so I said, girls, are you trying to say Undertaker? What is a number taker? Like, no, the number taker. And I'm like, okay, what is the number taker? And they said, the number taker comes into the room and it takes all the numbers. And I was going, Obviously, it's a number taker. <laughs> so I was just like, right, girls, do we need to actually have a conversation about the fact that the number taker doesn't exist? So every time that the cupboard was opening, there would be a collective gasp of, the number taker. And everybody would be freaking out. And I go, girls, it was the wind. Obviously, there's a window in there that's open. Our door's open. It's just the draft putting it through. So I have genuinely had to have conversations with the girls. I think you're trying to say undertaker. And an undertaker is a completely different thing. I think a number taker is this made up thing that you have got in your head. 
that doesn't actually exist. And the girls are adamant. They are adamant that this number tag exists. And yet, I, what I did to them once is I said... Right, everyone is going to get this little piece of paper. I want you to draw me the number taker right now. And obviously, I got back 21 different drawings. Every single one was different. I thought, right, no one has seen this. But that's precisely the strength of the number taker. (laughs) The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he doesn't exist. The greatest trick the number taker has ever pulled is he has convinced you that he does not exist. Or she. Or they. Right, so it. the students, the students are looking at you, going, "Mr. T doesn't know. He's yeah. not ready yet. He's not ready." Oh right, I, this is really just a little bit of a tangent, but I really want to put <coughs> this in somewhere. Uh, formal apology for me busting out in one of the episodes recently talking about Nigerian as a language. I just busted out Nigerian as if everyone in Nigeria speaks one language, which I thought was a pretty safe thing to assume. Turns out. There are a fuck ton of different languages throughout Nigeria. And every girl in my class who is technically, you know, is, has got Nigerian blood and they are, you know, their family is Nigerian. Each one of them speak a completely different language from Nigeria. So <laughs> apologies for busting out in the last episode where I said, oh, I got a lot of Nigerian girls in my class and they all speak Nigerian. That's not actually a thing. They actually, they just speak it's various dialects violence. from Nigeria. <laughs> so <laughs> my bad. But I just thought about this the other day. I was listening to the podcast back, and I was—I noticed a couple of things. One, that I was swearing a lot, and I, I was saying, "I'm just so excited." My influence. I apologize. <laughs> I just thought that's that, that. I do that when I'm really excited and trying to think on my feet, and I, I need to fill up space. So it will go. Fucking. No, I just need to fill that gap, and that I was busting out a lot of a lot of generalizations, such as that everyone from Nigeria speaks Nigerian. Anyway. We did, we did we did also add the little uh, pointer in the last episode that we uh, prepare minimally, should we say? Uh, I think not at all falls under the bracket of minimally. Um, and so probably we should look to be a little bit more professional when we prepare <laughs> our when we prepare ourselves for these episodes. However, uh, I'm assuming that you don't listen to us uh, for our structured opinion. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. If you wanted a well, um, wow. how, however, we will we will try to be better, and uh, we will try to acknowledge our mistakes when we make them. However, uh, if you write in and complain to us, we are likely to ignore you. We we get we get <laughs> we get bare complaints, which means we get no complaints because the cupboard is bare. Right. Okay. So we or get... we get or we get bare complaints. Lots of complaints. <laughs> <laughs> and the number taker removes them from the inbox. <laughs> the number taker is is he sits on our inbox. Well, so what did what did these pictures of the number taker look like? I'm just curious. Some of is them it creepy? Really or is it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some I of think... them were terrifying. Oh, some of oh them good. Were... You have some... a real problem on your hands in your class then. <laughs> yeah. But also other ones were just like a stick man with a number two in his hand. And I was like, okay, I mean, zero for effort. Not impressed. <laughs> I would expect more. Other ones were like a cat. That had um, that had like really weird like tusks and stuff. It was bizarre, honestly. It was it was something out of some kind of horror film. But we've had to have many conversations about the fact that the number taker doesn't exist. So I find that at least in my end, it's not exactly a matter of the girls picking up new vocabulary that I don't really know. It's more that they will cling on to whatever you tell them. That one word they will remember, and it's that's it. They will build an entire context, an entire world around that word that you provide for them. So the number taker lives on. And the one girl in my class, I know exactly who it is. 
she said to me, I made up the number taker, ha ha ha. But everyone is still like, yeah, no, the number taker is completely real. Why else would we all be talking about it? So it takes nothing for them to pick up on this new vocabulary and it just runs its course through the, um, through the class. So I'd imagine on your end, you're getting a lot more slang. So tell me some of the slang that you're hearing that you have no idea what they're saying. Okay, so let's, uh, all right, we're going to play some, uh, we're going to play a game. Yeah. I'm going to say a word to you and you're <laughs> yeah. going to see if you can explain it. So uh, we obviously, last season we had bags, 10 bags. How much is it a bag worth? So I think it's 10 pounds now, but I didn't know at the time. No. So a bag is a thousand. Yeah, what? A bag. So if someone, if someone owes you a thousand pounds, they owe you a bag. No, no. That's not right. Is it? Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Bags a thousand. Yeah. Hang on. One of the guy didn't, didn't in one of our episodes, one of the kids say to you, he's got 10 bags. Yeah. He's telling you he's got ten thousand pounds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm so not he... saying that my students don't lie. I'm just <laughs> saying that that is that is what a bag is worth. A bag right. is worth a thousand. Okay, so you're zero and one at the minute. Great. Okay. All right, rematch. Um, okay. How much is a bill worth? A bill. Yeah. A bill. So bags a thousand. A bill is bags a thousand. A bill. Uh, hundred pounds. <clears throat> yeah, spot on. Okay. Yes, one and one. One and one. Okay, so uh, that's currency dealt with. Uh, <laughs> we have units. We've we've covered bear as yeah. in meaning lots or very. Um, yeah. What about uh, peng? P e n g. So I know what peng means. Because I, I've got a friend of mine who, when I was at uni, he, he's from um, South London. And so he uses Peng regularly. Right. I'm very curious to know what you think Peng meant when you first heard it. So I was like, they're like, Peng. I was like, what, is, what, is, what does Peng mean? Peng, Peng's, Peng's got to be bad. It's such a, like, shitty word. Like, I don't <laughs> like it. In any, like, if someone said you're Peng, I'd be like, what? what? <laughs> Say it again. Do we have to have a fight now? Like, is that <laughs> what this is? Um, so I, did, I had no clue. I was like, I just thought it was bad. But am I right in saying, does Peng mean like good or sexy or attractive? Yeah, yeah. It's so like very yeah. attractive. So if, you, if a so woman... Peng is sexy or attractive. And, yeah. uh, and one, one of the male students said to me, he goes, next time you're like teaching, say to one of the girls, she's a Peng ting. And I was like, uh, no. By the way, for, no. our, for our listeners who are from overseas, that was painting, not painting. Not yeah, a painting. painting. So I said P-E-N-G space T-I-N-G. Peng yeah, don't do that. You'll go, you'll go on a register, my friend, if you yeah, call exactly. someone a painting. <laughs> so yeah, one of my male students suggested I call a female student a sexy thing. <laughs> oh, God! Um, and that would have been it for me. I'd have been probably arrested. Yes, um, you had been over. So that's peng. What does leng mean? L-E-N-G. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I have not heard that one. Leng. So I'm going to go out on a limb and just assume that it's the, the opposite. Is it an antonym for peng? Uh, so if peng is sexy, leng apparently is very good. Wait, or, what? Yeah, yeah. I have, I, have no, I have no idea why you Could would you say that. you use it in a sentence for me? Could I say this food uh, is leng? Yes, exactly. That's exactly what? Yeah. 
All right, well, I've never heard that one before, and I'm, you know, what, I'm about 10 years older than the kids in your class. Yeah, so that was uh, that was an interesting one. Uh, next one was a simp. If you are oh. a simp, S-I-M-P, what are you? I know what a simp is. So a simp is someone that uh, is someone that's like kind of like pining after someone who's someone who's like, you know, if, if they say saw some like hot girl, they'd be like, you know, trying to be overly nice and kind of being a bit uh, kind of like good. desperate, basically. Very, very good. Yeah, a simp is basically a desperate guy. Normally <laughs> a desperate called, guy. Who, who got called a simp? Oh, no, they were, they were like talking. I was like, okay, so tell me some more words that I don't know. And one of them goes simp. Like, and then they You're pointed like, what, to someone Simpsons? else's. They they pointed to someone else in the class and said he's a simp. I was like, oh, is that good or bad? And they're like, bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is never good. It's never good. Um. Oh, what was? It? Oh, yeah. This was this came up as well. Um, scratch. If something is scratch, what is it? Or scratched. Scratch. Scratch or scratched. What does that mean? What? Scratch. And I'm assuming it doesn't just mean that something is actually scratched. No, 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 exactly. Not as in what you would do to an itch. Like, right, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, does scratch mean when something is just rubbish and it's time to throw it away? Like it's over? No, no. So apparently scratched means looking good. So like one of the girls put it, my eyebrows look scratched today. I was like, no, that's probably, that's no, probably the... That's probably the last thing I would ever want someone to say about my appearance. You look what? scratched today. Imagine uh, that. Mr. B, you look scratched today. I'd be like, where? Where do I look scratched? Do yeah, I look exactly. scratched? I mean, what, what happened? Did I bruise again? Did I mark myself <laughs> I up? What happened? <laughs> that um, sounded like this old man <laughs> said, did I bruise again? <laughs> um, okay, so next one. Rank. Rank, if it's the same as what it was when I was at school, rank is like something is disgusting. Like, ah, it's rank. Yeah, cool. So rank is bad. We know that rank is bad. Cool. What is dank? D-A-N-K. Oh, my God. Okay, so dank is like really, really good, isn't it? Like really, like something that's very nice. Yeah, exactly. So this is ridiculous, okay? <laughs> if, you, if you have, if you move into a new house and it's dank, that's bad. <laughs> Because it's going to be damp and moist in the corners and it's not going to be well ventilated. And your new house is, is not going to be a great start, okay? But apparently, to my students, dank means pretty damn amazing. Wait, wait, and hang on. Does dank have another meaning? So dank is like moist and damp and kind of no horrible. No yeah. And so I had, to, I had to look this up, okay? And this is how, like, fucking small town and sheltered I am. I looked it up, okay? And the Urban Dictionary literally says something like, um, dank in a basement would be very bad, but a dank bud of marijuana would be very good. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I see. I love, I love the idea of you being on Urban Dictionary. In class. Like, Hang on, oh, before we continue. I want to know I'm if you've insulted me or not. I'm, I'm that old now. I'm that old <laughs> that I have to look all this stuff up. Um, yeah, so rank is bad, but dank is very good. Yes. Um, peng means sexy or very attractive. Leng means good. Uh, scratched means looking very good. Uh, simp 
is someone who is, like you said, kind of desperate and chasing after someone else. Bear means lots. Um, and the number taker takes numbers. Number taker takes numbers, yeah. Um, a bag is a thousand, a bill is a hundred. Um, and then one of them goes to me, uh, yeah, Mr. B, a score is 20. I was like, thank you, I know. A score has been 20 for a very <laughs> long time. So you shut your mouth, okay? <laughs> I do one thing, you shut up. Yeah, uh, I knew that one. But it's just uh, it's just the way that the conversation goes. Like it just, the way that it just like fires off and I have no clue what's being said. So I can hear like, I can hear like three sentences and understand zero words and i'm like oh, i have i have no idea i'm lost and then i have to you off or i don't really know what i'm doing here yeah yes yeah, so i have to i have to say to them like okay guys talk to me like you talk to your parents and they're like i'd say this to my parents i'm like okay talk to me like you talk to your grandparents and they're like i'd say this to my grandparents i was like talk to me in a different way to the way you're talking to me now. Just find another way. Use use other words to help me understand what you're saying. And then once I know the words, then we can go that from there. So jokes. I can't believe that people <coughs> um I can't believe that people are busting out all this new stuff. I mean I'm not really surprised because obviously the progression will always be there. There will always be that new slang getting drip fed in, but it's so funny to listen to. We actually watched something today. Um so for this month, as I'm sure you're aware, is um, is Black History Month. And so we've been watching a lot of stuff with the girls for videos. <clears throat> We're watching a lot of um, this like Jamaican storytelling thing. It's called Brother Anansi. And it's like apparently it's a traditional um, African slash Jamaican um, story that's kind of and developed. A-N-A-N-S-I. I. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's basically, it's, just, it's, it's, it's a set of, almost like fables so is there's a nancy the like trickster spider god or yes something like so that. Yeah. yeah exactly so it is a spider so the, the spider in the story is called anansi and it is a spider so I'm, i imagine it's the same origin but we've been listening to a lot of those and there are little words that have been sprinkled in to um to the stories that the girls have picked up on very quickly and have started trying to use in a sentence it's so interesting when they're five how quickly they will pick up a new word and go right that's a word i'm going to use right now and we'll just start moving it into whatever they've got i'm trying to think of, a, of an example that we've had um i know that they had they had dem they thought dem as in them was a different word and so they started talking <laughs> about they started going like no because them is if you know it's like those people over there Whereas dem is like if there's more than three people, but they say yeah. it with like such conviction. They say it just completely like, yeah, that's, that's it. We've found the answer, and they will just all accept it. And it really does shine a mirror on. I feel like probably everyone ever because I definitely do that. If I, if I speak to someone, and I ask them a question, they give me the answer nine times out of ten. I just assume it's fact. I just go right. That's the answer. Then that's fact. And I cannot believe the amount of times people ask me a question. I reply with an answer, and I don't even fucking know. I'm just kind of giving it my best guess. How many people must be doing that with me? So I end up just taking what they're saying for fact. So you know, these five-year-olds are doing the exact same thing and picking up these very, um, very small changes to their language. But I have to kind of go, girls, them. They're, they're saying them. It's just the way that they're speaking. It's just the, their dialect. You know, it's just the way that they're pronouncing things. And they will go like. Oh, but normally, like, they will just 100% believe it, whatever it is. 
I mean, I so I um slightly off topic, but I listen to uh, another couple of podcasts. One of them is called Off Menu, and it's a couple of comedians asking people about their favorite meals. And another comedian came on and said um, he'll believe kind of anything anyone tells him to the point that he won't drink sparkling water because someone told him that the bubbles in sparkling water block the absorption of vitamins. It's so funny to be aware of it and still be like, no. Yeah, and he just believed them. And uh, and I just thought, wow. yeah. So yeah, it, sometimes if you say something with enough conviction, yeah, people will believe you. And and full disclosure, I've done this in class. <laughs> yeah, I was, asked, saying, I was about to say the same thing. <clears throat> someone's asked me something, and I'm like, uh, yeah, but well, because of this. And they're like, okay, Mr. B says so, so that must be right. And then I go away. I'm like, please let me be right. Please let me be please right. And I look up, and to be the only thing I will say to my credit, the times I have been wrong, I've gone back into the room and then said. Hey, listen, yeah, uh, really sorry. I was full of shit there. Uh, yep. I was completely wrong. And yep. they normally they normally kind of give me a, a pass on it as well. So <laughs> Yeah, we, I've had similar things in class where I've come up with something. I remember we did we were doing Mayans in one of the schools that I was working in. And I came up with all of this. Like I did as much research as I possibly could. Um, and then when I came in, I started telling them all about these Mayan rituals and all this stuff. And then we had a guy come in who was a, like, he's like legitimately a Mayan expert. Like his, his family is of Mayan descent. He just knows all of this different stuff. And the girl and the, well, they weren't even girls. The people in my class were putting up their hands and telling this guy facts. And he was going, no, that's not actually true. That's not actually right. And they were looking at me like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> we trusted you and now this guy is flat out telling us you lied and when we came back i was like girls i'm really sorry clearly my research was not very good because this is not the answer we have not managed to <laughs> we've not you missed it you missed it he should when he left you should have been like okay girls so here's the thing that man was a liar <laughs> i'm i'm right about everything yeah yeah ignore him yeah um no, so I mean, you did pretty well there. I have to say, you knew what bear meant. You knew what peng meant. Peng. You knew, um, I guess, what rank. Bear. You know what rank meant. But you rank knew, was at school when I was at school. You knew what bill was. Oh, I guessed bill. Yeah. But uh, that's that's pretty good. So I'm going to give you. Oh, and you knew what simp was. That's five. Yeah. I'm going to give you five. Out of that. Okay. Yeah. What's that? C plus, B minus. Uh, so you didn't know Leng, which is fine. Um. You didn't know Dank, did yeah. you? No, did I knew you? Dank. I knew you, knew Dank. D- you knew Dank, but you didn't know Dank the actual. You didn't know the original version. No, of I Dank, didn't know did the you? actual word <laughs> Dank meant. Yeah, I just knew the slang. Uh, and you didn't know Bag. Um, yeah, so I think I think you did pretty well. We'll we'll give you we'll give you a B minus. I'll take it, Mister B minus. Hey, yeah, Mister B minus. <laughs> Um, um, have you, have you got? got do, yeah, I was gonna say, have you got a from the classroom for this week? Absolutely, and it's a it's a cracker. So yes. get yourself comfy. Let me tell you the story. <clears throat> so of the number taker. <laughs> <laughs> so the girl, there's a girl in my class who's lovely, talks to me about her family nonstop, and is just generally a very happy girl. She's she's you know she's not very anxious. 
she's just got confidence coming out of her ears, really, and she's just happy to kind of talk to me about whatever. For example, a couple of weeks ago, she just outright told me, she said, oh, my dad had a positive test. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, he had a positive test, but we're not meant to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. Where are you staying now? She goes, oh, me and my mum moved out a while ago. We moved to my nan's house because we, he had a positive test. So my dad's living on his own at home, but I'm not meant to be talking about it. Anyway, that's the kind of level that we're at. So this week she goes to me, um, Mr. T. It, it, by the way, this is, this is at three o'clock, five minutes before we're about to end. She's coming up to me. Mr. C, I really need to speak to you. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, no worries. Where do we need to go? Like, I was like, you, are you happy to talk to me here or do you want me to go? Should we go somewhere else? Should, I need to go somewhere else. I was like, okay, fine, let's go. So we go out the room. I'm talking to my team. I'm like, yo, you need to take these girls somewhere. Like, just, you know, just give me a couple minutes. I just need to speak to this girl. You know, she needs, she needs help. I'm thinking safeguarding issues. I'm thinking she's worried about going home. So we go outside. I take her. I take her into like a quiet place, and I'm like, "Right, okay, talk to me about this. What's going on?" And she said, "I really want to marry my cat." And I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> Look at her. Like, um, okay. And I said, "But what came out was, let me talk to your mum about this." <laughs> So I said, <laughs> she, goes, she goes, yeah, I have spoken to mum. Mum says I can't do it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, well, God. you're going to have to listen to, to your mum. And she was like, yeah, it's just sad. I want to marry my cat. I was like, no worries. So we go back inside. Oh, we go back inside. My TA is looking at me like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, yeah, we're fine. She wants to marry her cat. My TA, <laughs> my TA loses it. She starts like proper cracking up. So now I've got to take the class out because she can't do anything. She's laughing so hard. And I ended up speaking to this girl's mum uh, this week for parents' evening. I said, just so you know, this is something that she said this week. And the mum was laughing so much. She said, oh, my God, with the cat again. Like, this has happened so many times. And she says that she's just obsessed with this idea of marrying a cat. Um... So, yeah, I mean, props to her. Hopefully one day we live in a society where she can just marry her cat and we can just accept it for what it is. I can't believe you brought the cat up at parents' <laughs> evening. Of course, i got to bring it up. Oh, God, that's amazing. I want to marry my cat. I was so ready for her to be like, I can't go home today, I'm really worried about going home. Or my mum's taken us back to where my dad is and he's still coughing a lot. Or my dad's really sick and it's really not good. Nope. I want to marry my cat is what came out. So, I mean, <laughs> from the this by the way, this is the same girl. So today we had um, it was school council. She's our school counselor. Oh, wait, she's in the school council. She's like our school council member in the class. She's not our, She's not the counselor for the school. <laughs> that sounds like she's giving awesome. marry marry your cat. Yeah. Marry your cat. you do you. Um, and she she went off to this meeting. She was so excited to go to this meeting. She was pumped. So off she goes. She's representing year one at this like UN summit for the school in the hall. And she left so happy. And she came back like door busts open. Boom. I'm like, hello. Like, how did it go? That was the most boringest meeting ever. <laughs> 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 
I said, what's wrong? I said, what went wrong? What was wrong with the me thing? And she was just like, we just sat there and talked. <laughs> yeah, in a school council meeting, I explained to her, I was like, yeah, that's how it goes. And she goes, this is the worst Friday ever. <laughs> and she was like, do I have to go back? Do I have to do that again? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you, 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 you know, you've nominated yourself. You put yourself forwards and you got voted in. That's how it goes. And she was just like, ah. Oh. Gutted. Like, I don't want to be spending my Friday doing fail. this. One epic fail. So <laughs> now I'm going to try and talk her up to, into essentially in year one, 101, how to like harpoon your political career because now we need to get her really out of there because she's over it. So I'm going to suggest <laughs> just something up. So there needs, there needs to be some kind of scandal. She needs to do something. I think maybe well, if she walks in. She her cat. That'll be fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that counts as political scandal. And they found out that Donald Trump had actually married his cat before he married Melania. <laughs> I would love it. I would absolutely love it if that was the case. Yeah. So I mean, well, we'll we have we have to we have to have a student rep as well for the student council. Yeah. And I was talking to the group today. I was like, right, guys, we really got to choose a student rep now. So, um. I can't pick anyone. Last year we could pick people. This year we want people to volunteer. And um, the idea is that you volunteer if you think you'd be good at it. And four people put their hands up. And it was probably the four people I least wanted to oh, put their hands no. up. Like, oh, well, if you represent us, they'll probably close the department. So um, I was like, okay. Um, so here's the deal. Stage one is you put yourself forward. Stage two is you write me a thousand word essay on why you think you should be <laughs> our student rep. And they were like a thousand words. I was like, yeah, a thousand word essay on why you think you'd be good at it. And then uh, and then I take that and I go forward. But if you don't want to do the thousand word essay, I'm sorry, that's really part of um, that's what you need to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then when they, do, so apparently we ask for nominees and if no one actually comes forward, then we can pick someone. So I'm basically rigging the votes yeah. by putting that's in this amazing. thousand word essay. And I've given them, I said they had until, um, they had until tomorrow morning at nine o'clock to get it in. <laughs> so, Imagine so no one's going to work their Friday night. Listen, if a 17 year old will spend their Friday night writing a thousand-word essay on why they should be on the student council, I will put them forward for it. Good for you, man. That but sounds they, fair. <laughs> they, will not, they will not do it. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's wrap this one up. I mean, that yeah. was good. I, I feel like I've learned a lot. It sounds like you've had to learn a lot at school. <laughs> so. I, I don't know half the words they use. <laughs> <laughs> See you next time, guys. Cheers, guys. This is the fun part. We'd love to hear from you. Comments and questions are most welcome. Every month, we're going to answer questions from listeners in one special episode. So you can send your questions in to inatbreak at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying the show, then please subscribe. Maybe you could even tell a friend. Or maybe you could even give us a little follow on Twitter. At inatbreak. Or follow us on Instagram. Also, at inatbreak. See you next time. Bye.